sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How you doing, Thomas? Oh, Sean, it's been a fucking weird week, man. I can't even begin to tell you. So um, I'm not going to get into who I used to work for. I'm sure I mentioned on the podcast, but God forbid they listen and I don't want to lose my job. So <laughs> um, I was supposed to go back to work because I was laid off due to the pandemic. Yeah. And now I'm on a list of people who should be getting called back. Right. But because of a, a security pass that I need to go to work expired, I've been going through this rigmarole of bureaucracy of does Tom come back? Does Tom not go back? Should I book a flight for, for Vancouver? I think I need to book a flight for Vancouver. I've booked a flight for Vancouver. Oh no, I've got mo- new information. I got to cancel my flight to Vancouver. It's been a fucking week, man. That's a pain. I have packed and unpacked and packed again with like, I'm in this weird limbo space where I just don't know what's happening. And now I got like uh, union reps involved. I got people involved, like busting heads, trying to be like, Hey, he should be back at work. And they're all (laughs) like, probably, but it's a whole fucking thing. So now I'm getting some moves made. I have an appointment to get this paperwork uh, and uh, passing dealt with on the 30th. So I'm going to fly in next week. So now I'm actually going to fly to Vancouver and now it's actually going to happen. But sweet. This week was a goddamn nightmare. Like I gave up like the job I had here thinking like I was going to go on like Tuesday and then all the flights were full. So I pushed it and I kept pushing it. And then what a nightmare, man. Oh, fucking yeah, nightmare. that sucks. It I seems hate like waiting it, in limbo. It seems like every single time we talk nowadays, like I'm just miserable. But <laughs> I'm really not. Like it's that sucks, but like I'm actually doing all right. Honestly, one of the best things I can say to people when they are in like a bit of a funk or a bit of a moment, yeah. you can never, ever, ever have good days if you don't have bad days. So it's important to like respect and cherish your bad days as much as you do your good days. Cause if not, you have no basis for comparison. Yeah, and there's some positives. So I thought I was going to leave. So we're recording this on Friday the 20th, which happens to be my niece's birthday. Shout out to Paige. Happy fourth birthday, you small little monster. You're a tremendous burden to your parents. Um, <laughs> but like, um, like I was supposed to leave on, like I had a flight booked yesterday, but I was supposed to leave on like Tuesday. Jeez. And, but thank God, like, I finally got some information going because then I would have just been stuck in Vancouver. Yeah. And, like, now I'm working for a buddy who's giving me some cash, like, on the side to do stuff. And I know that's illegal. So, government, please don't call me. Um, <laughs> but it's it's good. Like, uh, like, it's just a little bit. It's just a bit of a fucking nightmare, but it's fine. Yeah, these things happen in life sometimes, but overall life is always good. And if you remember that, then you're good to make it through those moments, right? Yeah, no, exactly. We're going to power through this. And then once I get my job back, then I'm going to get the transfer that I want. And then real life will actually begin. And For just, sure. Yeah, it's just a weird. Sometimes the best things in life we have to jump through hoops to to get to, right? 
as yeah. much of a pain in the ass as it can be along the way. And when you get stuck in a hoop because we're bigger guys, it's a fucking pain in the ass. It's embarrassing. Just but like whatever. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, exactly. Goddamn honey jar. Just out of reach. <laughs> I got to tell you, um, I had this thing where uh, so I go boating with my friend a lot. I mentioned it on the podcast a few times. So they have this thing on their boat where you can climb back into the boat if you go swimming. That is one fucking step. I am huge. I I can get my foot on the step, but I can't like it's such a weird angle that I just can't pull yeah. myself up. Fuck. I went on it and it took me, my buddy pushing me, the boat rope that's attached to the rope, pulling myself up on it, and then like like another guy who's already on the boat pulling me up. So here I have like a foot on the thing, hand on the rope, hand on my buddy, and just kind of like pulling and then getting a boost from that. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. If there's never been a wake-up call to get in better shape, <laughs> it's fucking that. That sucks. Yeah, I've had that moment, too, in life. And I almost always end up cutting my leg or my arm because I bang it off something and slip because you're, like, soaking wet. It's like being born for the second time, except for you're aware of everything. And you're, like, they, like, know that it shouldn't be this difficult. <laughs> yeah, I'm dreading my flight to Vancouver because, God forget, I get an economy seat and I got to, like, sit like this the whole time and like not like i don't want to invade anybody's space or i don't want to you know make anyone else inconvenient because of my goddamn size it's... i can't really relate to that but i would imagine that it would be annoying oh yeah you don't fly eh well it's not that i don't fly i have never flown well that's not 100 percent true i flew when i was a baby but i don't remember that shit so well let's fix yeah. that man i i work for a corporation that does flights I do not want to say their name because God forbid <laughs> I get in trouble. But I do work for a corporation that deals with the aviation industry. Yeah, it's going to happen soon. It's not like I'm afraid to fly or anything like that either. As long as you're wearing your goggles and your like leather flight helmet, you'll be fine. That's the way I see it, right? We're not Snoopy. No, but it's good safety first, then teamwork. It's what I always say. Well, if that's how you want to dress, I'm sure no one will look at you funny. <laughs> Like, yeah, I could see that going wrong nowadays, too, with all the, like, security shit that's going on. Like, this guy knows something we don't. <laughs> you ever want to just do that? Like, you go to the airport, you can just go to up to a random stranger, look him dead in the eye, and just go, don't get on the plane. And then walk away. That'd be yeah. ominous. Please It'd be stop. fun to do that, but I don't, I don't like fucking with people too much. You know I do I mean? it a little bit too much. It's yeah. a little, Like, I don't, I've never done that, but, like, a thing I used to do is um, a buddy told me this joke and then I wanted to try it out for myself. So a thing I used to do at like the local mall is I would go into the elevator when there was like a bunch of people, try to go in first so I'm in the back and then just go like, no, I won't do that. People will think I'm crazy to nobody. Like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I... I have done the one on the bus where people try talking to you. I don't know if you've ridden a lot of city buses or LRTs or trains of any kind, but yes. a lot of people try, try to socialize with you and you don't want to talk to them. So the easy thing to do is drift your eyes off and look in a different direction and make it look like you're following something around and then pick the bug out of the air, rip the wings off and eat it. And then continue on as if you're a normal person. Like a fictional bug? Yeah, a fake bug. There's no bug. Okay. You're just following this. You went bug from a just... fake. Your story went from something. There's something there to like then grab a real bug 
no, 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 no bug, no bug. Yeah, just imagine a bug, and they'll be imagining it too, and that's why they think you're fucking crazy, and they won't want to talk to you anymore. I, I, I've seen these like memes of like people doing things that are fucked up on public transport just to fuck with other people, and it's yeah. a joke for nobody but yourself. And I love these jokes because this is what I like to do. I love to entertain me. So there's like a people like that'll like fill an empty mayonnaise container with like vanilla pudding and then nice. that's sick spoon because you know how disgusting it would be just to eat a fucking vat of mayonnaise yeah or uh take a windex container clean it out and then fill it with blue gatorade and just spray it in your mouth <laughs> periodically like these people are fucked and they're geniuses i love and i that. did something like i'm sure you know this one from back in the day when you were a child but undoing the salt so that the first person who uses it on their meal dumps the salt all over their meal. Oh, that's a power move. I, I That's a so, classic. I did this at a restaurant when I was out with my brother and my sister and one of their friends and a couple other people. And I thought I'd be a real, I was younger. I wasn't an adult yet. I, I thought I'd be real funny and fucking undo it. Who was the, the first person to use? Who was the first person to use the salt? This guy. You did it yourself? <laughs> Oh, I did it to myself, Thomas, because I fucking did it and I forgot that I did it. And then I dumped salt all over my fucking meal. And the waitress was so butthurt and pissed off that she had to take my meal and get it. And I like, of course, my brother and sister all fucking sold me out. We're like, you fucking did that to yourself, didn't you? And this nice waitress still went and got me a new meal, even though everybody had made it very fucking apparent that it was me who did it. That's so fucking funny. Good for her. She's a nice lady. She was, yeah. Oh, but fuck. How how old were you? I don't know, like maybe 12, 13 at the oldest. Oh, that's too old for you to forget, Ben. Oh, well, it was just there was people. It was exciting. It's not like you go out to a restaurant every day with your old, like 18 and 19 year old brother and sister, right? So it was like a big deal, but I still wanted to seem cool and like. I I tell you, man, I've never done that. So I I can't relate. Yeah. But that, that seemed. Fuck, I could see that getting in your head a little bit. Yeah, it fucked me up. It was pretty good. I do have a story about a funny prank that's also super embarrassing to literally no one you know, and I am not involved in the story. This is a story I was told, but I was told this today, and I thought it was so fucking funny. So we're not going to say any names because the story is very explicit. Fair. But... um. A buddy of mine's father told me a story about him and a few other dads I knew who coached lacrosse. Yeah. Went to like Gloucester, like an hour and a half away to go get their certification, be lacrosse coaches and stuff like that. And then on the way back, one of the guys were like, let's go to this strip club. So they go and they're having a time. One of the guys disappears to the booth to go get a few dances and whatnot. One of the one of the dads is uh, uncomfortable with being there. So they're like, let's fucking wrap this shit up. So the third dad is like, uh, all right, well, let me go find the one that went into for a lap dance. I'll go find him and tell him we're going to fuck off. Yeah. He finds him and like, there's a little, like they're like in booths, but under like the curtain, you can kind of see underneath what's going on. Like, like, like a stall in a bathroom. You can right. you know when someone's sitting down, right? Yeah, of course. Some legs. So he sees that he's on his hands and knees. Uh-oh. Clearly going down on the stripper. Uh-oh. 
but his hat's on the floor. So he steals his hat. And all you hear is like, someone stole my hat. <laughs> and then, like, he gets out and then they talk and then they realize that they have to leave and all that stuff. Ruining what was going on. A few days later, that same dad has like a rash on oh, his fuck. face. I think he got like chlamydia or something. I was dying when I heard this story. That is awful. It was one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things. But the, like the the power move of just seeing what was happening and just taking the hat. That's pretty funny. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I like that. Um, so something pretty big happened this past weekend. I didn't tell you about. I wanted you to know that this is probably going to be the greatest transition of conversation in history. So please go on. It relates in a tidal way. But uh, Crystal won Queen of the Cornhole on the weekend. You're going to have to clarify for me a little bit. So we went out to a family day weekend out by Baptiste Lake. Uh, Kieran's family's out there. They have like a lake lot kind of thing. And so we enter a beanbag tournament every year, which we refer to as Cornhole. And so there was 48 participants, teams of two. And she played seven rounds, and her and her partner beat out every other team, and they got the top prize. Who was her partner? Uh, someone from the south side. Not you? No, there's north side and south side, and the people who like set up the event pair the north side people with a south side person to try to make them get along, because there's like an invisible line drawn in this campground, and the south siders don't associate with the north siders. And so... The line was drawn, and that's the event every year where they try to bring people together. So, aren't you a Northsider? By nature and by birth. Well, not really by birth because I was born in Barrie. But, anyways, yes, I grew up on the north side of Edmonton, but this is in Baptiste Lake, and it's still kind of a thing there. Okay. No, it's It's like two and a half hours outside of Edmonton, which is kind of like it's just the way the campground's split. There's a north side and a south side, coincidentally. So, she won this whole thing. Yeah, she won the whole thing. Queen of the cornhole. What was the prize? Uh, 70 bucks. Each? No, it was to split 35 bucks each and a day and a day of fun. So I think it was five bucks a person to buy in or something like that. But I like that. The day of fun. We're all winners here. (laughs) It was funny because like Crystal, like she's the sweetest lady she made a breakfast burritos for everyone like all of kieran's family and myself and her and so she like fried up eggs and bacon and hash browns and wrapped them in wraps and then you wrap those in tinfoil and freeze them so then when we went out there that morning for breakfast we just throw them on the barbecue heat them up flip them a couple times and you have this like amazing ass breakfast so we ate that i just finished i had i was drinking my first coffee because the coffee wasn't quite ready yet and I got handed my first mojito of the day. It was like 1030 in the morning, maybe. As and I put down the last drink at 3 a.m. So I drank for 16 hours straight, like heavily shots and beer bongs. And oh, shit. You got to love it. It was pretty fun. That's and a, Crystal that's winning Queen of the Cornhole was also awesome, obviously. They have oh, a, a live band. That's, that that's $35 in the family pocket right there. Yeah. Fucking that's, rights. That, that's movie ticket money. Well, we spent 10 bucks each and got Yikes t-shirts because there's a band that plays out there every year called Yikes. Okay. They're a pretty decent local group, so supported them and got their shirt. Do they play originals or are they... Uh... They played a few originals. They do a lot of rock and roll covers. Okay. Which is pretty I, sweet. I gotta say, I love that. I, I love going to like a local watering hole and yeah. then there's people that'll just belt out like the classic tunes and 
sure they're not the same as the original but fuck are they fun oh yeah well they do like from black sabbath to ccr to like they'll do a, a country song from time to time we see them out there every single year i think this is like the eighth year that i've attended this thing it's pretty fun there was a band i saw in edmonton that went to the atlantic atlantic trapping guild do you ever go there no on gateway honestly it was no. my favorite bar in edmonton ever it was like I always wanted to go there. I was annoying about wanting to go there. <laughs> my favorite fucking place. People would be like, where do you want to go, Tom? I want to go to the trap and go, we fucking know. Like, <laughs> but I it's love that Easterner place. the Easterner in you. Oh, fuck. I loved it. Fishnets everywhere. Alpine by the bottle. If you really want it, Screech was available. No one wanted it, but it was available. <laughs> fucking Buck Hunter on the, on the T, uh, like there. Like they had a game buck hunter, yeah, pool table and live bands all the time, always. That's sick. I'm there one time, and a dude is playing like the upright bass. Like I know it's a cello, but he was like plucking around. It's an upright yeah. bass. And they did uh, Jungle Book. Uh, I want to be like you. I lost my shit. I was <laughs> dancing around like a fucking child. One of my favorite times ever was that. Awesome. Like, oh, one of my favorite bars. I love that place it's closed down it's now like a taco joint so if you're ever i don't know what he what it's even called but it's like right now down gateway right beside like enterprise rent a car and then there's schools and stuff i don't know okay but it's a good gotcha. time it's a really good yeah time. it sounds like fun for sure i love seeing live music it's fun like seeing a band that you've been watching for that long too how they evolve you know what i mean some of this shit gets tighter and it's fun yeah it's it's a good time. You you throw me in wherever live music is. It, it takes me a minute. Like one one hit song, and I'm, and I get a couple cocktails in me. Oh man, I'll start belting out with you. I'll start dancing with who, whoever <laughs> wants to. I love love live music. Like even when it's like the minor league of like live music, we're just like doesn't matter. We're like a beer league band. Fuck it. If you're half good, I'm enjoying you. Yeah, me too. I like that a lot too. It was kind of funny. Uh, the next morning after the 16 hours of drinking and the band and all this, um, Andrea Kieran's woman reminded me of something that I completely forgot that at around 2.45 in the morning, maybe 2.30 in the morning, we went out onto the highway, the subsidiary highway and laid down on the road. And we all used each other's chest to lie our heads. So we were lying in a square so that we could look up at the stars. I think we must, like there was a meteor shower that weekend at the Persides meteor shower. So we got to watch some meteors and like, you can see the whole Milky Way when you're there. Like there's no light whatsoever, but the best place to lay was on the highway. Apparently at the time, I completely blacked that out. I was, Andre brought it up. She's like, do you guys remember laying on the highway last night? And I was like, oh, fuck. I do. I do remember that. It's not a very busy highway, especially at three in the morning, but one of those kind of fun memories when it came back to me, I was like, that was cool. That was a good night. Really good night. That that's a fucking power move. I like that. Um, it reminds me of a time where I was visiting my cousin in New Brunswick and he took me like snuck me on to this like brand new highway in yeah. New Brunswick. Like cones were still up. Like we should not have been on there, but he took me on there. And so, like, it's that feeling of just knowing that you were one of the first people to, like, yeah. be on this highway. 
that is amazing to me. So he's just like, that is cool. He goes like, this is going to be opening soon. He's like, this isn't open yet. He goes, did you not see that we went through cones? And I went like, I figured you knew what you were doing. And it's like a fucking cool fucking feeling of just, nah, man, we're first. Like for sure. Yeah. And then to lie down on a fucking uh, highway, bit suicidal, but I guess it wasn't a busy highway. <laughs> It, no, very dead highway. And you can see traffic from miles away before it would ever get to you. But it's funny, like the space cadet in me thinks about that sometimes too. When you're like what you're talking about being the first person on the road, it's insane. Like the path of a road and when it gets laid and how many people travel on it and how many like people will, how long will that road exist that you got to go on first? You know what I mean? That's pretty like, cool shit. Like these minimal things that we have in common with, um, like random strangers is crazy. Just like you drive on that way, I drive on it too. Uh, you take that fucking exit, I do it too. Like, <laughs> like people you will never meet, but you have like the same route. It's fucking oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I found that funny. Like as a kid catching the city bus to school, you like ride the bus every the same bus every day, the exact same time with the exact same people. And yeah. there's like 30 or 40 of you. And you'll see these people like 20 years later out in public somewhere. You're like, damn, I recognize that fucking guy. Where the hell do I know that guy from? And you don't remember because it was from like a stupid thing that you had to do every day that you just had to happen to do with them. Right. Yeah. I, it's this crazy thing. Um, I'm not sure. Have you ever like dreamt of a person you you've never seen before? Oh yeah. All the time. So there's this crazy thing that I learned that it is impossible to make someone up in your mind while you're dreaming. Who said that? Some psychologist. I would like to see evidence of that theorem. Google, Google it on your own time. Okay. I'm just telling you, I've seen people like I have very fucking vivid dreams and I've, I know what you're saying. Maybe you ran into them somewhere. Yeah, or maybe you that saw is someone when you were a kid or a baby, but that, that is what I'm saying. Yeah. All the people that you don't know, or you make up in your dreams are people that you just saw in life. Like that's you one cannot, theory. You cannot listen. Like, we'll Google this if you want. Like, I'll open up the screen here right <laughs> I'm now. Questioning the validity of this study. I'd like to know how many participants. I'd like to know all of the graphs, all of the scales. Is this just one fucking bozo who's like, well, I think that uh, the human mind would be impossible to shut the fuck up. Don't tell me that shit. That's bullshit. I want fucking news I don't think sources. It's like. I'm not saying it's 100% bullshit. I'm just saying it's one theory that I don't think is necessarily proven across. Like, can you record my dreams and see these faces and compare them? If you can't, I don't know if you can really say that as concrete evidence. Just saying. Listen, man, there's a thing I heard in like a psych course. And <laughs> it is like one of three things I remembered. Just take this. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> like, I like... I went to this class. I knew that I wasn't going to go anywhere with this, but I remembered three fucking things from this course. <laughs> well, either way, that's really trippy. Then let me just go with it. Let's let's live in the world where this is like hundred percent legit. It's been tested, proven to studies. Then that's pretty fucking neat that your brain can pick out faces of people you just passed in at one point and can project that into your brain later on in life. It's really cool in that sense. Oh, it's it's insane! Like the it's a crazy we, thought. Well, we all know the saying: like we only use ten percent of our brains. And a thing I read about that is the fact that we only use ten percent of our brains is a little bit skewed. 
because the only brains that they've studied are people who have died or had some severe brain damage and they study those brains. So those people only use 10% of our brains. We're probably using like 20, 25, maybe higher numbers of that. One thing that I can speak to about that is that the, the real like facts behind that that I've heard is that from 10 to 15 to 20% of your brain, you only use that amount of your brain at any given time, but all of your brain has different functions. Like the left side of your brain is for like rational thinking or, and your right side of your brain is for art. Like we use most of our brain. We just don't use all of it at the same time. A lot of people are like, I've heard the, the kids who are like, you know, if we could only unlock the potential that's in our brain, given that we only use ten percent of, I'm like, guys, guys, no, 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 we Why use was that most person of Marlon Brando. What's that? Sorry. <laughs> Why was that person Marlon Brando? That was a decent fucking, Marlon Brando impression. He's wise. I just went to the Marlon Brando. It wasn't intentional. It just came out that way. <laughs> Half decent Marlon Brando. I'll give that to you. Yeah, I, I've got a few of those in my books, but but anyways, my son. <laughs> I just go full Superman. I know I should go Godfather, but I always go Superman with uh, Marlon Brando. That's My fair. son, you are not of this world. You are of Krypton. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. It is a classic. Ah, oh, fuck. I might watch the Superman movies later. I haven't watched those in a hot fucking minute. Yeah, it's been a very long time for me too. They're good. They're good shit. They're like. It- hard because they're super old now and yeah no is that hard for you is it hard for you to go watch a classic like only if they're like made shitty explain yourself like example you can go and watch like we talked about in the last episode aliens and it's still hard as hell the acting's pretty decent for the most part yeah but then you have like your really far-fetched shit that's a little harder like the acting is not necessarily like they're not acting like real people they're a little bit too can you watch an old western? Can you watch like uh, yeah, like the good, the bad, and the ugly? Clint Eastwood, yeah. that kind of shit. Can you watch yeah. like a John Wayne classic movie. I can I can watch it. I don't often, but I can watch it for sure. Yeah, I'd find you just have to get yourself in the right mindset if you understand the acting of the you time. Listen and, to like Eye of the Tiger for like an hour on repeat. Just get yourself psyched up or what? That's more of a Rocky watch. <laughs> just saying. Those movies are fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Been a long time, but I've seen them. Have you seen all of them? Uh, I haven't seen the new one. The Creed movies? Yeah, whatever the new ones are. I haven't seen any Rocky. There's like Rocky Balboa, which came out like within within the last 10 years. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. Creed and Creed 2, and I think they're making Creed 3, which won't have Rocky Balboa in it. Okay, yeah, I've never been down that road yet. I love like the story of like making Rocky because like for one, Sylvester Stallone got an Oscar for that. Yeah, Stallone's like main caveat was I have to be in this film. So he wrote this movie. People wanted to buy it, wanted to see it, wanted to make it happen, but they didn't want him in it. Offering him a stupid amount of money because he was broke at the time, a stupid amount of money, and he was like, "Nah, I'm Rocky," and they're like, "No." Robert Redford's Rocky. (laughs) No. Or no. Some other actor. Jack Nicholson is Rocky. No. I'm just naming actors. I don't know if that's like that part's true, but the the gist of him, like 
And that, like, but that fucking story of just like, and then one person went like, you want to be Rocky? This is your story? Fuck it. You're cheaper to cast anyway. Yeah. It's a brass ball story for sure of him being like, it's my way. It's my movie. It's my way. And you can always respect that. I don't know if he would, I don't know if people would get away with that nowadays as much, unless you're going like the Sundance Film Festival route, but to a big studio, I bet it'd be tough to pull that one off nowadays. Good Goodwill Hunting was like that. Yeah. You ever see that? That's a fucking unbelievable film. Robin Williams and uh, Matt Damon, I believe, right? Ben Affleck, Casey Affleck. There's a lot more people in that. Um, Skarsgård, the father, uh, he's also in Thor. I always forget his name. It's not, is it Bill Skarsgård? No. You're not talking... And No, you're... Uh, never mind. I thought you were saying Odin for a second there. No, like, not Odin. He's the professor that works with Natalie Portman. Okay, yeah, yeah you lost me. All right. He's also Either in way, Avengers. He's the, he's the one that gets hypnotized, and he creates the portal with the Tesseract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have no idea who I'm talking about. No, I've got no fucking idea. It's funny, funny, though, because we came to the portion of the podcast where Thomas forgets the actor's name, just in case anyone's drinking along. Yeah, well, fuck. It happens. You know, there's a large glossary of facts in here, and I can only hold on to so much. (laughs) I feel you. I'm the same way. I go through the Rolodex. If you want to know, like, a movie quote from, like, let's say, Gremlins, I fucking got you. (laughs) <laughs> but if you want to know the actor's name that did this, 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 and the next thing, uh, I got his last name, Skarsgård. I don't know his first name. I've often uh, said to people in my life that if I got stuck with someone on a desert island, they would be really fucking happy because I can entertain them for hours acting out like TV episodes and fucking movies. And then the thought always processes in my head. Like, imagine if you'd fucking put your information units into something that was practical. Honestly, where math should have been or like practical, actual things should have been. Yeah. Doesn't stick around. But if you want to know when some random friend of mine's birthday is, I got you covered. Yeah, I got that. If you want to know like a random quote from Goonies, I fucking got you. It's our time. It's our time down here. They have their time up. It is our time. Like, I could do that for you forever. Or I can give you like a random quote from um, Caddyshack. Just a there I was. And who, who was I catting for? The Dolly freaking Lama. Who's holding this? I can do the I'm whole the same way movie. with uh, fucking Braveheart and all those movies. Steven yeah. is my name. I'm the most wanted man on the island. Yeah. Just can't but, go on for fucking hours. But already then. If you want to know like simple math, like someone give me a fucking calculator. Really? Well, I got up to A squared plus B squared equals C squared, and that's like all I remember. Huh. Do you like, I know most people do this, but maybe you're, you are or are not one of them. Do you play math games in your head before you go to bed every night? No. You really? Do this? You don't? Like 868 fuck- times not 946, and then you just do the math quickly in your head? No. You don't do that every night before bed? No, I have a life. Hmm. Well, Everybody has a life, but everybody has to fucking sleep. So what do you think about when you're going to sleep? You're not doing math problems? No, I, I think of nothingness, and I just hope for the best. That, Although, I will tell you, uh, my buddy Addy, when I was doing snow for him, snow removal, yeah, so he'd call me at like weird hours of the night, and it's like 2 a.m. going, all right, Thomas, we're going out. Yeah, man, uh, let's do it. That's super romantic. Or you'll do like, hey, man, how are you? 
I'm good. How are you? He goes, what's four times four? I'm like, fucking 16. Good. You're awake. We're going out to do snow removal. <laughs> like, and like, I'm tired and I have zero patience for this bullshit, but I understand why he's doing it. So I'm like, I get it, but fuck you. I understand, but also go fuck yourself. <laughs> I like uh, the idea of that. I don't do math every night before bed, but if I can't sleep or if like I'm hyped or I need some, like to take my mind off something, if I have like a problem, then I will actually start doing that shit just for fun. Because really? I like math. I like having a sharp brain. And if I can answer like a compl- complex math question quickly, then I feel like I'm sharpening my skills. But if you're asking yourself the complex math question, isn't it? I'll, ask Crystal, I'll ask Crystal sometime, but she's usually like, fuck off. get so pissed. Can you imagine like Crystal's just like about to fall asleep? Crystal, if a train's leaving Chicago at 8 a.m. and a train's <laughs> leaving Milwaukee at, at 8, like wh- where do they meet? And she's just like, fuck off, Sean. <laughs> yeah, she would tell me to shut the hell up for sure. Once in a while, I'll be like, you got a math problem for me? And she's like, oh, 42 times 336. Okay, that's and not all. a math problem. That's just an equation. A math problem. Yeah, sorry, like, I should say equation. Jennifer I'm not has nine problems. Problems are too complex. You need a piece of paper for that shit. You know, one of my favorite part of like those old like elementary school to high school like math problems is that they were never realistic. No. Jennifer has 42 apples. What the fuck is she doing with 42 apples? Yeah, what a fucking apple whore. Keith comes around, eats nine of them. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> How many apples is Jennifer left with? Fucking, all right, 42 minus nine. And here we are at a ripe old 33. <laughs> so um, I had a big win the other day. Not in Cornhole. Not in cornhole. I didn't tell you the crucial part of that story too. Crystal and her teammate knocked out me and my partner. You you say it so nonchalantly that it doesn't sound that crucial. What round was it in? What's that? What round was it in? Uh, I think the third round. Out of how many? Seven. It's a lot of fucking rounds. Yeah, she fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. What's that? Sorry. What was the final score? I think 15-11, and if I recall, all 11 points my team got were gotten by me because I was I was fighting for the win, but my fucking goddamn partner was a shithead, and he couldn't this throw a goddamn beanbag. It's going to be you just patting yourself on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean got all the points. You know it, baby. <laughs> Does your back hurt from carrying that team so much? It, Jesus it is, fucking Christ. He was a large man. I'm not going to lie. It was a lot <laughs> to fucking carry around with me. crystal kicked ass though it was pretty fun anyways big win i was talking about not cornhole unfortunately um so every once in a while i'll buy a raffle ticket to certain raffles different things sometimes gold sometimes silver usually i don't win this time someone had 72 nintendo 64 games up for raffle and so i bought one place there was 40 spots at 20 dollars a spot and i bought one spot number 16 baby and i fucking won and so i didn't really need it because i don't have a nintendo what's that sorry what was it a nintendo no 72 nintendo 64 games okay that's pretty dope though yeah it was pretty sweet like he valued it at 800 bucks and i won it for 20 dollars. so it was pretty sick so as I mentioned to you prior to the podcast, we're having a garage sale. So I've been selling those fucking games and I think I'm around like 450 
in money made back already from the $20 investment. And I still have a shitload of games to sell. eBay, man, I think you'll make a killing. You'll probably make your money back and then some. Well, eBay is a bit of a bitch because you lose the percentage. But at the same time, like I have ha- having the garage sale and I saved all the best games to sell online later. I just put the ch- cheap, shitty sports games out there. Not that they're cheap and shitty, but like you can go play ho- NBA Hoops 2021 now. Why the fuck are you going to buy a Nintendo 64 version of that? Because so, right? people fucking love nostalgia, buddy. That's why they're selling like hotcakes. But I, I I love selling shit. You know what I mean? That's I've mentioned it a little bit on the podcast, but like buying and selling things. I love it. It's what I do. It's my passion in life in a lot of ways because it's a rush. You know what I mean? And winning something like that was fun because not only did I win a pretty cool prize, but I also get to go and sell it all, which is also a prize in its own. It's fun. That's fucking awesome, man. I hope you make some bank. I hope you make enough money to buy the current Nintendo. <laughs> is there one yeah like the switch nintendo or... switch yeah yeah the i have big... an xbox so i'm okay but are you a big gamer no not at all i like certain games like if i have money on it and someone wants to play me a game i'll pl- i'll challenge them to super nintendo's mario kart i'll fuck their world up if they want to race me in super that nintendo's mario kart not even n64 oh, oh maybe no n64 i never owned we were poor we had a Super Nintendo when like yeah. PlayStation was out, and I had a fucking Super Nintendo up until three years ago when Crystal got me the Xbox. I didn't realize that there were earlier versions of Mario Kart until rather recently. Really? That's the yeah. first. It's the OG, and I fucking rock at that game. I I thought the original was on N sixty four. Interesting. That, but there there's a lot of things in my life that I don't get till much later in life. It is that's okay. It's borderline fucking sad. Like, I'm not sure if you remember uh, Blink-182's 1998 album, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Okay, yeah. I didn't get that there was a gigantic masturbation joke until I was 20. (laughs) That album came out in 98. 12 years later, I'm going to go see them in 2010 going, oh, that is hilarious. (laughs) Had no idea. Sometimes those things slip us and it's awesome when we have like gaps of knowledge, like how I met your mother referred to it. I like that, that episode because you, everybody has them. There's just certain, we can't know everything. We fucking can't be an expert on everything. So there's going to be things that slip through the crack. But when it's like a crucial one, you're like, fuck me. I'm dumb. I'm dumb, dumb. When I was eight years old, I didn't know what masturbation was. And then here I am and like 20 years old going, take off your pants and jacket. That sounds awful. Looks like take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> oh my god, Blink One Eight Two, you geniuses! <laughs> it's like the South Park movie. The South Park movie was bigger, longer, and uncut, and it took me forever to realize that that was a penis joke. You know when I realized that? Like you realized that recently, or no? Do you know when I realized that? When? Just now. Fuck. You're welcome. See, welcome to my world. I never buddy. really thought about it that way, but. That yeah. makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, that came out in 1997. <laughs> I didn't it. really understand the title. I just figured because it's big, it's a bigger production. It's a longer than the show and it's uncut because they're swearing and shit. Yeah. I never put it together that it was a penis joke, but that makes sense. And it's Th- funny. That, that was my logic when I was a kid. Everything you just said. And here we are. <laughs> I'm a gigantic South Park fan. And here I am, 31 years old, going like, bigger longer and uncut i <laughs> fucking get it it's penises 
That's awesome. It's so funny, like yeah, the way that we guys are when it comes to penis jokes, and when you see someone get hit in the nuts, it's just fucking funny because we know the pain and we know how much it sucks. Like there's a video on the internet of a bear and he's got this fucking thing on the end of a chain and he accidentally whips it around. He hits himself in the fucking nads and falls over. That's like the funniest fucking thing I've seen all week. I love that shit. It's so funny. You you have to respect like those like random things of just being hit in the nuts is one of the funniest fucking things in the world. And we all can relate because it is the worst thing to ever happen to you. Oh yeah. It's awful. Like, I think we all went to elementary school where there was that one girl in the school that was known as the nutcracker that she just kicked guys in the nuts all the time. Yeah. That's not cool. No, I know what you're talking about though. I avoided those girls. I got to tell you the story on the, on the story of being hit in the nuts. So, um, one St. Patrick's day, a couple years back, uh, we're at my buddy's place and we're hanging out with his roommates, his three roommates. And then like, you ever just play like the sack tapping game? Oh yeah. I don't like initiate, but I have asshole friends who do yeah. that sometimes. Yeah. Yes. So that game starts taking place. One guy, my buddy Morgan is just standing idly by the wants nothing to do with it is not taking part of it. He's just minding his fucking business. This game's taking place, and then in a in a in a act of inclusion, let's call it that because we're gonna be nice. One guy hits Morgan right in the fucking nuts, <laughs> hard, and it fucking took him out. And like he's in pain, he's in agony, and then like we all think like he's moving on from this. We go to a bar, and he's like he's still in pain and agony. I leave them. I find out later Morgan had to go to the hospital because his fucking nut turned into a fucking grapefruit. Oh my God. Like this, like the amount of pain that this poor bastard was in. I, I can't even imagine. And like, he started like showing it like, like, listen, man, like this isn't normal. I'm going to show you my fucking nuts right now. And he's just like, Holy fuck, man. I'm like the guy that hit him, like his roommate is just like, I'm so sorry. Like, Let's go to How do you apologize for that? You just feel like a piece of shit, right? Yeah. And like everything turned out to be fine. It was just like swollen and stuff. But like you can create like testicular torsion. Like there's some like people that had to like oh, yeah. test goal over fucking things like that. Like that is. That's scary. Yeah. All because your asshole friend was just like, hey, man. <laughs> and ever since that day, I've never hit another friend in the nuts. That's a good thing. Yeah. I have like a truce with most most of my friends, but I have a story about this too, coincidentally, because my brother and myself, when we trained in martial arts, we made a deal with each other that if either one of us caught the other one of them with both hands in our pockets, that the other one was allowed to slap the other one in the balls. (laughs) Who made the deal? Who initiated the deal? I don't know. It could have been either of us, to be honest, but it was like part of our training just to be ready to fight at any given second, like for years. This went on for like nine years, probably this deal. So unbeknownst to my brother, but I we were living next door to each other, coincidentally at the time. And I was having a very unfortunate nut issue. Yeah. So I had basically, I'm just going to fucking bear all here. I had a swollen fucking nut. I didn't know why it was freaking me the fuck out. I was like really nervous and like, I need to go to the fucking doctor about this goddamn thing. So I was already in this mindset. I'm standing out on my front porch. 
Josh comes walking over. I'm having a smoke. He's, we're talking and talking and whatever. I put my hands in my fucking pockets and he fucking slapped me, Thomas, in the ball sack like you wouldn't believe whilst I had a swollen ball because I hadn't told him about it because I was embarrassed. I fucking fell to the ground. I almost threw up. I was in so much fucking pain. So then I'm like, it, it swelled up a little more after this slap. And like a couple of days later, it was still not getting any better. Did it so change I went, colors? And it didn't, it looked a little purpley, not going to lie. So I had to walk, I walked to the doctor and every step I took. You walked to the doctor? Oh, well, what the, I don't fucking drive back then. I told you, you know this about me. Yeah. I had no other transportation. Anybody method. for a ride. It was like yeah, 10 blocks away. Expense. Oh, dude, I had, I, I walked. So I walked 10 blocks. Every fucking step I took rumbled my fucking swollen nut. Yeah. <laughs> oh that was a trying time. It was nothing in the end. I was just a fucking stupid little thing that happened and I was all fine afterwards. But I got that motherfucker back one time. We were like in a big ass meeting. We were working together, building houses and there was like owners of companies there. And I noticed from across the room that he had his fucking hands in his pockets. No. So I ran. I've been waiting for a long fucking time for this moment. I ran from the other side, like pushed people out of the way, did a fucking cartwheel and then a roll and landed with my hand up in high five position to slap him in his balls. And it felt in front really of good. like the owners and stuff. Oh, yeah. I didn't fucking give a shit. I finally had that moment and he'd been watching for because he knew I was going to fucking get his ass one day. He finally fucked up. I didn't give a shit where we were that we were in public. He's getting a nut slappy. And so he did. And then we decided to make a truce and we haven't played that game since. Holy fuck. Could you imagine if you kept that game alive like today? You just like <laughs> 10 years later, just out for a smoke and you just feel like hands in pockets. Yeah, man, this weather's fucking nuts. Speaking of nuts, <laughs> eventually I would have sewn all my pockets shut so that I couldn't get. <laughs> it's like those guys that like play tag, even though they're like, like six years old. Like, you ever seen the movie Tag? It's based on like a real thing. No, I've heard of it though. I know what you're talking. It's a really about. good, heartwarming movie. It's really nice. Yeah, but it's based on a group of friends that, for the entire month of May, they are in a elaborate game of tag. <laughs> and people have moved away and fly in just so they can get like it is insane what they do but it is so fucking fun like i can't like it's just like like having that kind of game like i used to play for years i was in a game called buffalo you ever play yeah. buffalo the drinking game no so essentially the game is you have to drink with your non-dominant hand so i'm right-handed so i'd have to drink with my left hand yeah i am now a left-handed drinker because of this fucking game <laughs> that's funny so what would happen is you if you were ever caught by anybody else that's in the game and they see you drinking with your dominant hand which you establish at the beginning you go i'm yeah. right-handed go i thomas sides am right-handed <laughs> and they establish that you're you establish this and then if they ever see you taking a sip with your dominant hand they go buffalo and then you have to chug what is ever left in your fucking drink. That sounds like a fun game. Dude, this has killed me on so many <laughs> fucking Well, when occasions. you get drink, you go you you go into automatic mode. You know what I mean? That's why we have a dominant hand to protect us when we're too fucked up on the berries we eat. Yeah. <laughs> so like so now I I I think my I'm I'm a left I'm a right-handed person everywhere I go, but when it comes to drinking, I drink with my left hand now. That's always. hilarious. 
I haven't played Buffalo. I, I think the game is over because the people I played with are just like not around. But like, I still drink with my left hand because God forbid someone says the fucking words, and it happens. I find you don't want to like have like the first sip of a drink, and then someone goes like Buffalo or like you know like you pour a fucking fancy scotch. And you just sip it, and then you have like a sip with your right hand, Buffalo, and you have to chug the rest of like an eighteen-year-old scotch. Like that's painful. Oh, like it is like literally anything. Like this got intense, and then like one of the guys would ruin it because you would be like Buffalo. He goes, "I'm not doing it," and you go, "Like it's a fucking game we're in, man." He goes, "I'm fuck you. I'm not doing it." Go, you're a shit friend, and then you just like move (laughs) on with your life. Yeah, it's funny those relationships like that when you have those shticks that you do with each other, right? Yeah. It's fucked. It was a brutal fucking few years. Or like uh <laughs> my favorite like drinking rules. Like so you would play with like drinking games and then all of a sudden you have to make up a a rule that would cause other people to drink. Yeah, we've played but, that before. My favorite one was you gotta take the little man off the the beer or off the off the drink. So before you took a sip, you had to take them, place them, set them down, drink them, put them back. And if you didn't do any of those steps, you had to drink again. That's funny. Yeah, that's a tough one. A great one, though. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. It'll fuck with someone real good. (laughs) That's funny. I like fucking with people sometimes a little bit, as long as it's in a friendly manner. Oh, as long as it's respectable, I can handle it. I'm lucky, like what you were saying about being like super dominant right-handed. I'm ambidextrous in a lot of ways. Like I can use my left for a lot of things, my right for a lot of things. It well, all depends. On... What's that? Sorry. So wow, well, much. much. It makes me a better carpenter because a lot of guys can only shoot a nail gun with a right with their dominant hand, whereas I yeah. can do it with both. So it's kind of handy. Yeah, that's actually pretty yeah. badass, though. If you can just interchange you that. Like that. What? It's it's handy. <laughs> I don't even want to look at you right now. <laughs> Just saying. You know, it's funny, actually, my dad was born left-handed, but because he was born in the 50s and it was still kind of frowned upon to be left-handed, his parents would tie his left hand behind his back and make him use his right hand when he was doing his homework, eating, that kind of stuff. Why is that a fucking thing? Uh, Because people were just, I don't know exactly where it came from, but you weren't normal if you were left-handed and it was a pretty fucking big thing. Yeah, no, it's superstition. You know what? If you're a left-handed pitcher, you're a fucking godsend. Like left-handed Why? people have like yeah. these distinct advantages because like they're rare <laughs> and you need them. Yeah. But if like God forbid in like those days, if if you were left-handed, it's probably born from Satan. Let's kill him. Yeah, like, it's, exactly. Like, it's so like, fucking weird. Oh, some it, kind of churchy stuff. I don't know. Like it's being different. You were supposed to conform a lot of, in a lot of ways in a lot of different societies. Cause it's not just our society that that was a thing. And it was many societies. Like, could you imagine going back in time to like the Salem witch trials where the dumb fucking things that they would use to kill women? Just yeah. the, if, if we put her in water, if she drowns, she's not a witch. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I think we would be drowned too because we would be big time heretics. <laughs> yeah. Like, hold on. Just hold on. Let me ask you just one quick question. Your logic is we're going to put this woman into water for a long period of time. 
And if she dies, whoop, she's not a witch. Yeah. Our bad on that one. Like we made a mistake. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up uh, reasoning. But I think the whole point was that they lose either way because they were like fucked up, crazy people. I just human history and it's still not good. Like, no, even our current events, Thomas, are not that fucking good. (laughs) Not even at all. I do like I kind of hope that we're a little bit better than like, I think she's a witch. Yeah, let's drown her and find out. Uh, try not to watch any of the BBC news of what's happening in other parts of the world because there's a lot of just oh. as equally fucked up shit going on everywhere, man. I I don't do news. Like my mom yeah. loves the fucking news. Like she has CNN on at all times. I'm pretty sure she's one bad idea away from having like a ball of yarn attached to fucking all these pictures and events of just like conspiracy theories. But, yeah, like that's a story for another day. But. <laughs> I just I I can't do news. I really can't. Like people say be informed, but now I don't know if we are like like I much rather listen to stand-up comedians talk about current events because comedians have no time for bullshit. And if they yeah, have they got bullshit, nothing left to lose. Yeah. So like I'll laugh at that. Like I like that SNL will make fun of both Trump and Biden. Yeah. Because yeah, something you can respect then in the middle, right? Yeah, just be like, no, no, no. He's doing this stupid. However, that was also dumb. So we're going to have to call you out on that. Like, there's no, like, comedy is just who's ever in power, go fuck yourself. We got you. Pretty much. I like to stay partially informed, but it's hard, hard sometimes too, because, you know, you have to weed through some of the bullshit as well. And it's, I don't know, it's important, but it's also depressing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm a very reasonable person. Any situation in me doesn't need to necessarily be life and death. I think I can talk almost any situation down. So when you see what happens and the atrocities in the world and shit, it's like, how are you a human being? Like, how can I, can I help? If I were there to say something or do something, or it's like that always, my conscience kind of eats at me a little bit of like, why, like how, you know, like, I don't understand these things as much as what I should, because I've had such a blessed life in a lot of ways. Do you ever find that we cater to the dumbest person in the room? Oh yeah. Always. Everyone does. Everyone makes allowances for the craziest person too. It's, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. So like I worked in the aviation industry and one of the things that happened once is like, they changed the way we chalk tires on airplanes. They changed it three times in one month. Put this yeah. side a little bit out. Nope. Put it on the other side of the out. Nope. Sorry. We're going to put it this side a little bit out because someone fucking tripped once. <laughs> yeah. That kind of shit's stupid. I yeah. hate that stuff at work. We have, we've had that kind of shit too. Like one person one time got a piece of dust in their fucking eye. So then they were suggesting that from that point on, we have to wear safety glasses, which we already wear and a full face shield anytime we're operating a skill saw or any type of saw and we fought a tooth and nail in one but it was like i i personally fought the argument at the time and was like it was one fucking person one fucking time and they weren't even wearing their safety glasses so like punish them for that but don't punish the rest of us because they're fucking idiot well, like that kind of shit drives it, me just, crazy that was saying i'm just it happened to one person one time so now we have to fix this like it's this thing where we just cater to the dumbest person in the room and it bothers me like there are some things that happen and i kind of think that thanos had a couple good points 
maybe eradicate 50% of everything. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, I'm not a smart guy. No. But I'm also not a dumb person. Yeah. And like, if I hear someone like, someone tripped on this. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we got to change <laughs> the rules. Or That's funny. talk to that person and be like, why the fuck do you trip on this? You know what's hard about that, Thomas, is that like if you consider yourself averagely intelligent, not a genius, but not a fucking dumb dumb either, that means that probably half the population is stupider than you if you're averagely intelligent. Especially when stupider is not even a word. Well, it is if I said it, Thomas. I believe we discussed this in a previous podcast. I like to make my own words sometimes because that's the glory of living life. You Shakespeare, can just fucking... Dr. Seuss, Sean Sides. You know three. this, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just create my own words. Fuck it. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. back to what I was saying. <laughs> 50% of the people are stupider than you if you're averagely intelligent. I'm really so. glad you didn't correct it. <laughs> stupider kind of just put me in the lower bracket of that whole situation but that's okay made, but that's made me look even better or on the high end of the spectrum because there's the guys who just say the words that they were told to say their whole life and then there's the fucking innovative inventors who come up with their own fucking words and change the whole world yeah yeah you're a real fucking game changer sean <laughs> again you. patting yourself on the back i appreciate it. hey <laughs> stupider use it enjoy it it's there for you now people yeah there you go kieran the rest of you listeners enjoy it <laughs> it's gonna become viral i'm telling you right now <laughs> five years from now biggest fucking yeah. word on the planet yeah, yeah it's gonna enter webster's dictionary and then be like yeah. thanks to two sides of the story this became a word like one of my favorite words is um what is it um Oh, fuck, he's going to bother me now. The suspense is killing me. I can't wait to yeah. find out what word yeah. it is. You can't say, you know what's a great word and then not say No, no, word. I have it now. Don't make me okay. look. It's irregardless. Because yeah. irregardless just means regardless. <laughs> like, is what, is what it means. It's just. It's funny you bring this up because two of my coworkers, one's like a direct boss of mine and one is an underling of his. But his underling knows that irregardless bothers the shit out of him so everything he says ends in irregardless yeah. just to fuck with him and every single time the guy's like you mean regardless yeah someone someone just went like irregardless and they're like what's that mean like super extra regardless there's a guy there's a comedian <laughs> and, but the thing is is that it's stuck it's now a word in webster's dictionary and oh yeah it up it goes irregardless what does it mean well fucking regardless thomas that's what's great about this is like all you have to do is say the word and then, and then it is a word if you say it and others continue to say it with you i'm trying to find the comedian's name right now but he's on uh tiktok i follow him he's stage door johnny fucking hilarious because he talks about um the english language and he's like talking to himself and then he talks to himself like he has the video split but anyways he'll be like okay we need a word for and then he's like i can't think of a good example right off the top of my head at this very moment but jesus christ it's funny he just like the english language is filled with so many words that mean the same thing and have the same sound 
or words that sound exactly the same but have completely different meanings and it's just a play on that it's like i could do the same thing with my name with sean because yeah. s-h-a-w-n is how i spell it but you can also spell it s-e-a-n you can also spell it s-h-a-u-n you can also spell it s-h-o-n c-h-a-u-n c-h-o-n i've seen all these different versions that all sound like sean and you're like what the fuck man pick one yeah but it's fucking hilarious to me it's like um it's like um hold on. i had a point I don't know what it's up with me. I keep forgetting like simple things. I just. That's okay. Yeah. It, it's just these, um, it's these little things of just like, they're the same. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about right now. I've <laughs> lost my complete train of thought. Well, let me I'll... skip into this while you think about it and gather yourself. Yeah. So there's, I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast or not. It's probably going to happen sometimes where I'm going to say the same shit more than once. Cause it fucking bothers me. But there was a guy I worked with. I never got to meet him. S-E-A-N, Sean was his first name, K-E-A-N, K-E-A-N was his last name, Keen, or however you want to say it. So was his name Sean Khan or Seen Keen? Because you can't have fucking both. It's spelled yeah, it, the same fucking way. Yeah, it, it he, I'm me. guessing his name was Sean Keen, but yeah. I'm like, no, man, I'm not okay with that. It's fucking Sean Khan or it's Seen Keen. You can't have it both fucking ways. I never got to meet the guy, so I never got to have this conversation, but. That's fucking like it's like this like a meme I saw. It's just I have huge respect for people that are learning English as a second language. Because imagine seeing a word like yacht and not giving up. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I always go back to pterodactyl. It's just yeah. one of those fun words that people are like, a P is silent. I'm like, fuck that. It's not. I say pterodactyl. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> like they're not even around anymore. We can misspell this. It's fine. <laughs> I can know what you're talking about. That's for sure. <laughs> I caught that. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's a real good one. Sorry. Just having fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Wordsmithing. That's what I like to do sometimes. No, I haven't seen the best of us. Yeah. Fucking A. Have you been watching this, like, What If series on Disney Plus? What If series? No. But like they did like this animation version of events in the Marvel history. So what if it was actually Peggy Carter that got this uh, super soldier serum and became yeah. Captain Carter? Or what if, and the like the most recent one is what if they accidentally took T'Challa instead of Peter Quill on and he became Star Lord? Like right. And it's just like it's a fun series. Like it's fun with the yeah, what if what if that happened? Like I never once that I, I think remember the comics, like the yeah, I remember the, the what if comics series. Yeah, there there was a what if comic, but like there was never a point in watching Black Panther was I going, hey, you know what? This is pretty good. But what if Yondu took him instead of Peter Quill? <laughs> That's but funny. Fuck, they're answering that question anyway. That's funny. It's kind of cool when uh, you think outside the box with that kind of stuff. It's yeah. like even in human history, what if if this happened instead of that? I watched that show. Yeah, that's a, that would be a pretty decent show. Um, in the same vein, but not close. You ever watch uh, Deadliest Warrior? Oh yeah, great fucking show. Yeah, that they was take fun. like historians and like experts on the weapons, and they're like, who would win, Spartans yeah. or fucking ninjas? And they're like, they kind of test their weapons against each other and all that shit. That was a oh. fun show. That was a great show. I would watch that. Their final episode was vampires versus zombies. 
and yeah. like they just had zombies just had higher numbers so they beat out vampires it was like a right. like 100 to 3 and then like well yeah no it was great fucking it makes sense in a way because zombies just need to bite someone where i don't know i guess they both have to bite someone never mind that yeah. fucks up that theory yeah but it, okay yeah, but it was sometimes like, it pissed me off because the guy I wanted to win didn't win, and I was like, "Fuck you, that guy would totally take that guy." But that's yeah. the fun of the show. Did you not hear it when he said that? But like, they do it and they do like a thousand different things, and then they act it out for you. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, and there's like a simulator, a computer program designed yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, that was good shit. Good show. show. It's fun shows like that make you think about that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, because like those are real conversations. Like I've had dumb conversations, like. Who would win in a fight like a Vulcan or a fucking, uh, I don't know, pick a species or a fucking a Wookiee? I'm going to say Vulcan, but I would say a fucking Wookiee. There's no fucking way. A Vulcan's like 10 times or three times the strength of a human. And you're going to, and and, and Wookiees are just soft fucking furry. They're pretty big motherfuckers. I don't know. Are we talking hand to hand? Tear off the arms of a fucking android, man. I'll say this though. I haven't seen the like any martial arts at all coming from a fucking Wookiee. It's just pretty much smash and bang is what I feel like. Maybe shoot, shoot. But a Vulcan is like a lot of them are highly trained fucking martial artists. So I'm glad you're bringing this up. Okay. So our episode from two weeks ago where we were talking about like how fun Angel and uh spike being involved and then we talked about like we just mentioned we didn't talk into it in depth but who would win in a fight an astronaut or a caveman yeah this has sparked so much fucking debate in my life right now (laughs) where are you on this well we never really fully ended up deciding where we were at when it was like the circumstances of the fight like are we on the moon are we fucking in a cave we're okay here's where we are we are we're both at peak performances, so it's not like post space where he's like a weaker person getting a, a, getting back into like Earth's so gravity. So he's a trained military, he's a trained astronaut, ready to go into space. Peak fucking athletic ability that you need for space versus your average, like whatever, like brute caveman. Brute caveman. They the the and the only weapon that are available are like sticks so when a buddy of mine said sticks i naturally assume like donatello staffs yeah but it turns out they're just like fucking twigs so for the sake of a real argument let's call them staffs oh it's a tough one i'm gonna say like if it's a fucking hand-to-hand combat i like the caveman because you know the astronaut the fact that he is evolved to the like He's not used to the blood and the violence and the killing that a caveman would be used to. A caveman is used to brute violence. Yeah, they're not training. But when you grab and smash and claw your way through a a body or whatever. See, this is where I disagree. This is where I disagree. Everyone thinks that the animal instinct of a caveman will take over. And it will probably fight dirty and I'll give them that. But astronauts are more often than not, at least in the United States, military trained. Yeah. So there is a hand-to-hand combat training, and there is a certain level of intelligence that goes with being a fucking astronaut. Yeah, I think you will outthink and outmaneuver a fucking caveman. I see your argument, but you have to take into effect that like the maneuverability and all that, 
the caveman's like chasing after his prey. Like what, from what we know about cavemen, a lot yeah. of times we think that they ran behind a- animals and the way that we sweat was originally developed so that we could outrun most of the other mammals because they don't sweat the same way. We, they I get that. Stop and we don't. If he's, so he's running strong, right at the astronaut, which again, they're face to face. There is no, yeah. like, it's not like they're hunting. If the other. astronaut's got great footwork, maybe he could avoid him, but there's a it, difference. It comes, between with it. Practic- it comes with the military training. He's going to have yeah. good footwork. But just saying like the practicality though, like, He's your military have, astronaut astronauts come, like they're going to come face to face and he's going to run at them. That's his first move. And if anyone yeah. runs at you, you can evade that shit. I've seen this. I in get Karate it. Kid Part it, like, two. Training I've, it is a big difference from actual killing though. You know, it's the same thing. Like what we were, what uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, like Quentin Tarantino was talking about in that podcast, yeah. how like you're taking a war, a guy who's killed with his bare hands and you're putting it up against someone who has training. That's never killed a man. Because I guarantee you, if you look up how many astronauts have killed a man in war and combat, I'm going to tell you that's a really fucking low number. Whereas cavemen, they've killed people, they've killed to survive, they've killed their prey. I'm telling like the astronaut might not be able to go as far because killing isn't something that's easy for the conscience, especially an overdeveloped conscience like we have now that we're evolved. The caveman doesn't give a shit if he bites your fucking arm off. He doesn't give a shit if he bites you on your face. The astronaut's not going to bite the guy on the face. I'm just saying, like, the brutality level of a caveman is way, way higher. Yeah, training that does do something. You know, it helps you to get ready for a situation. But actual brutal killing, that's not something that you can train. So this caveman has an edge in brutality, in my humble opinion. I know what you're saying, like, I'm just like you say he uses military train tries to put the guy into a yeah. guillotine. He's like that caveman's stronger than any man he's ever met because we don't have to fight for food the same way that you did back then. We don't have to I, run after prey that. the same we, way. Like we, we also look at like a thing like if you look at Predator, right? Arnold was able to outsmart the fucking Predator. Yeah, I get that it's just a movie, and what we're talking about is based on fucking Angel, the fucking TV show. So yeah. we can go into a little bit of thing, like also. Like these guys are built tough. There's hand to hand combat involved. Like, I feel like if you know your stuff a little bit, you can handle a random attack as opposed to just like someone else that has training. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of know what you're saying, but I don't know. My votes gave, man. Just because I've seen brutal strength in action before and brutality, and I've seen astronauts too, and none of them look like they're that formidable. You know what I mean? Well, now, but when they were working their way to get there, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, you I, see them after. Fu- you see them after they went to space. Not no, before. I saw before too. They ain't fucking up no caveman. Sorry. Ah uh, man, I can't believe you're on the side of caveman. My buddy's at my buddy Addy is going to be listening to this, smiling, telling me he told me so. <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. You know, there's extenuating circumstances, but I'm just saying, like. The average astronaut that I've seen, 5'8", mustache, smiles. Chris Hadfield? Like average average caveman I've seen, fucking thick skull. Because I've seen cavemen alive and walking today. They yeah, have a really thick you have, Cro-Magnum yeah. skull. And I'm just saying, I think most times the Cro-Magnum skull guy <laughs> fucks up the astronaut. There's a reason that they don't exist. And like I've actually did some Googling on this. And like I wanted to know if like a, like a, a human man would be able to take a Neanderthal in a fight. And yeah, what the research showed me was based on our evolution, 
a above average build. So your typical like fit person. Yeah. Would be able to take on a Neanderthal. Yeah. Well, if they so didn't like, eat right, they didn't have a balanced diet. Yeah. There's that so like, side there's of like, it too. There's like a weakness to them already that we're yeah. not even talking about. But the animal that caveman's probably starving. Yeah, but that makes him more dangerous. More dangerous or more weak? I don't know. It's you pose good questions. I, yeah. I'm not trying to say I have all the answers, but I, I just it's want a you tough to one. Mind. That's all I really want. I think that caveman will win, though. Well, Sorry, you do. you're always on the other fucking side of the story, aren't you? <laughs> Imagine if we had a podcast where we agreed to everything always. Oh. People are like, those guys are cute. They get along about everything. Look at them. Just <laughs> enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good, too. It's, yeah, it is what it is. Um, caveman all the way. Oh, I'm, I still pick astronaut. I don't know. I feel like there's just something about them. The military training, I can't let go of. The fact that they're super intelligent off the bat. Yeah. And, and then just caveman being known to be a weaker species so let me pose you this question you've had a few drinks at your local pub you're headed home for the night you decide to take a shortcut down a darkened alley you look up and you see chris hadfield the astronaut from canada is one scenario scenario number two you walk down the same alley everything the same except for you see a fucking caveman who might be growling who's more threatening who the fuck? Who are you more worried about fucking fucking up your night? Chris Hatfield, because what the fuck is he doing in a dark alley? The guy's a scientist. <laughs> I don't like that answer. It's, the, uh, it's like that scene in Men in Black where Will Smith like wants to shoot one of the aliens, but everyone else is shooting them, and he shoots the little girl, but he sees her, and she's like has like these like a biology books. Like he explains himself, and he makes a lot of good points on why he killed her. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> that's funny yeah. yeah i don't know what to tell you i'm all I, I, i'll tell you this man i'm ready for a caveman in any dark alley i'm not ready for chris hatfield in a dark alley <laughs> no i feel like i wasn't dressed nice enough i'd be like oh, yeah. oh my god i, I, I want to take I'm pictures prepared for that i just feel like he's a lot softer than a caveman yeah. that's all yeah i am ill prepared like if um roberta bondars was just like hanging out somewhere I would be ill-prepared for that. Yeah, that's tough. I can understand that. Yeah. You'd be more anxious. Yeah. Caveman, I'd be like, I've been preparing for this my entire life. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Fucking A. Um, so we'll talk about some of the recommends. Um, I haven't eaten a poutine yet. I've been so busy, and I just haven't had the time to give myself a nice little leisure greasy lunch of oh man give yourself fries, a poutine it's good for you fries gravy and cheese curds so i apologize for that it's my favorite um, potato salad yeah have you gone to meat yet no well at least I we're haven't. in the same fucking boat yeah you know what we are and given that it's summertime and there's yeah. a lot of shit going on in our lives it's gonna fucking take us a little bit to get back into that did you give um the angel puppet episode another shot <sighs> not yet but i will just for you you gotta like, go, you gotta go in that with the imagination of a child because that show try. that episode is just unbelievably good 
I'll give it a one more go. It's been years. So maybe <laughs> that's a great part about life is as we change, as we grow, you kind of touched on this earlier. Yeah. We start to realize that our tastes change too. And yeah. something we didn't understand or get earlier on in life will make more sense to us as we age, which is a fun part about life. That's why I'm never fully done on something. It's fucking growth, man. It's growth at its finest. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get on those recommends one of these days. Yeah. Um, and the thing I want to do, like a lot of this podcast is us just asking each other questions and talking about random nonsense. So maybe we should kind of drop the question of the day, but I would like to have fun with this. If you're listening and want to be involved, we will continue question of the day provided you, the listener, will go to our email and go Tom. Uh, sorry, that's my personal email. Uh, two sides of story pod at gmail.com. Email us. If you have a question for Sean, you have a question for me, you have a question for both of us, please email us, get in touch. We'll answer it and then we'll go into depth about whatever fucking nonsense you want us to go into. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Kind of passing the torch on to the fans and the people listening. Yeah. You might not be a fan, but you listen anyway. Fucking yeah. shoot us a question, send us an email. You can also reach out on to us, reach out to us on our Instagram or our TikTok if you'd like to, two sides of the story pod. We're always listening and we would love to have some uh input. Yeah, we want you guys involved. We'll if fucking I'm... bear all too. So ask us shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking dig deep. Ask us crude questions. I know yeah. I'll answer it. Sean, t- Sean might not because he's shy. Hey, whoa, easy. I think I'm more crude than you, sir. <laughs> I grew up on the north side. Yeah. yeah Does the sorry. part of your city you grew up in have like a special saying to like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying right now? Like if you grew up on the north side and you see another north sider, you're like north side and they say it back and then you laugh no okay not a thing like that just no, wondering no. I, I i lived in white boy central of the heart of suburbia of montreal <laughs> no that's one thing i i think i've talked on this a little bit at times i just want to bring this up again when i was a kid and i fucking moved to Lloydminster for a year and it was white as a ghost it was such a fucking culture shock to me because like my, living in inner edmonton i had every different culture was exposed to like every different culture you could think of and then going to a place where it was just white people, it was really freaky. Yeah, I guess Edmonton's a gigantic melting pot for like I love that about the city. Like I never had a chance to be racist because I'd be like cutting out 95% of my friends when I was a kid because they were all from different cultures and backgrounds than me. And yeah. I just thought that was normal. Yeah. And then I went to a place where it wasn't necessarily normal, and I was the fucking weird one because I'm like whoa, 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 I need some flavor in my life. Yeah, I can't just do vanilla all the time. Damn. But, <laughs> Where, where are my other people at? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, I get that. It's, um, yeah. No, I, I get it. it. Edmonton is a gigantic melting pot, and it was really cool to see when I was living there. Of just like, nah, man, you can make friends with just about anybody, provided yeah. like, you meet. And like them. learning about other cultures. Like I've said this to you before, the food, man. I'm all about the food. Oh, what's that, what's that food festival that Edmonton has? Um, the Heritage Days. Yeah. It's the largest cult- multicultural festival in the world like larger that we have more cultures that participate in it than the one in new york city that's which so is good like it is and, oh, it's, it's wicked and it says a lot about the diversity in canada you know we've yeah. gone through some tough times lately seeing a lot of what the u.s is going through and i like to remind people that there's a lot of love for every human being in my life and the people that i know you know what i mean 
I've never understood that judgment of placing a judgment on someone because of the way they look or the way they are or who they are or their sexual orientation or any of that shit. It doesn't make sense to me. And I don't like it. <laughs> no, I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm right there with you. I know. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's always good to see when, uh, you know, you get a mixed batch, you know, what I mean? indeed. You're going to paint with all the colors of the rainbow. And I'm telling you, the potlucks are so much fucking tastier. Oh, fuck. Are they ever? Yeah, I, like I know I was complaining about being a fat fuck at the beginning of the beginning of the podcast, but yeah, no, like it. You, when you get a little bit of like a new bunch of new flavors, it's fucking amazing. If the conspiracy theorists come like to fruition, everything they're saying is true, and the government starts starving us out, we got some time, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Do we ever? All right, man. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week. Sounds good. Great podcast, sir. Yeah, you too. Um, from all of us here at Two Sides of the Story, I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been Another Side of the Story. Live long and prosper, everybody. I said Have prosper. a great week. I said prosper. I meant to say prosper. Well, fucking Spock's going to come out. The P is not neck. silent. <laughs> Derek and Spock are both coming at you. <laughs> you mean sock? Because apparently P's are silent now. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> Size of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.